0: talked about seeing him in at all the scriptures. And uh, we talked about the fact that we look at the Bible for the things that we want to look at the Bible for. We look at the Bible for the things that, that we need. If we need healing, we're looking for a healing scripture. If we, need, if we need harvest, we're looking for a harvest scripture. If we need an open door, we're looking for the open door scripture. In fact, there they, are books written on how to find what you need in the Bible and it tells you where the scripture is for whatever your need is and above all else we need jesus and so the lord our god set it in such a way that jesus can be seen in every book of the bible Uh, not by name in every book of the bible but he's in every book of the bible because god was all about establishing relationship with with us through Jesus Christ. And uh, he he set that in motion uh, before we came, before we came to the earth, before the earth came into existence. The words are from the foundation of the world, he decided to create salvation for us. Amen. So we're going to look at that again and see what God has declared and what he's done, and we're going further. Last time, we, we were starting—where we, did we start at? In the beginning. We started in the first book of the Bible, which is Ecclesiastes, right? No, it's Genesis. We started in Genesis and uh, looking to see Jesus in the book of Genesis. And it was my intent to do Genesis and the two two next books, but we didn't get past Genesis. And uh, so we're going to try to get to Exodus tonight. How about that? Because Exodus is the second book of the Bible, okay? So if you have have a Bible with you, get it ready because this is Bible study. And so we're studying the Word. So we're going to review. Let's do a little bit of review. Go to John chapter 5. Gospel of John chapter 5. Because Jesus declares that the scriptures are about him. In case anybody was wondering. In case anybody wondered, did Jesus read the Bible before before he came on the scene? Here it is: uh, John chapter 5 and verse 39. And it's in what color? Red letter owners. If you have a red letter Bible, these letters are in red. And if it's red, that means Jesus is speaking, right? And so verse 39 says, in red, Jesus speaking, search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they which testify of me. Search the scriptures, for in them ye think ye have eternal life, and they are they. What? Who is they? What is they referring to? The scriptures. Thank you. They what? The scriptures are what? The scriptures that what testify of me. Are you understanding? So Jesus is saying that that when you read those words, they're not just words, they're the scripture and they're telling you about me. Search the scriptures for in them, you think you have eternal life. Jesus is saying, I'm linked to your eternal life. And the scriptures have been talking about that for your benefit for centuries. We talked last time about the Bible being a library It's not just one book. How many is it? 66. How many in the Old Testament? I'm going to get y'all. I heard one right answer. What did you say, babe? 39. 39 are in the Old Testament. So don't you tell them. So now everybody can do math and figure out how many is in the New Testament. Come on. You got a calculator or something? Come on now. 27. It's Bible study, y'all. <laughs> okay, it's 39 in the old, 27 in the new. Collection of books under one cover. And in it, we see Jesus in every book in some way. And last time we said in some places, we see direct references to Jesus, especially all over the New Testament, right? Um, in others there's symbolic representations that point to Jesus. In others there's types. There's different people in the, bi- in the Bible, from the Old Testament all the way to the end of the New Testament, that kind of look like Jesus, uh, 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 stand for the s- similar things pointing us to, oh, that's what Jesus is supposed to look like. That's what He is like. And so God first revealed himself, not in the Bible. He first revealed himself, what did we say last time? What's the first way God revealed himself to anybody ever? Spoken word. Spoken word. That's the way he first revealed himself. Spoken there was no Bible in the beginning, was there? No. So he revealed himself through spoken word. How did he he communicate with Adam? He spoke to him. He spoke to him. His first revelation of himself was orally, spoken word. How did he speak to Moses? Spoken word. How did he speak to Noah? Did he turn on the radio and somebody said, build an ark? No, it was spoken word, right? Which means what? Which means those people had ears to do what? Hear. hear. Which is what we should have, right? Ears to hear. So, so um, let's go to Exodus 17. Because we, we looked at the first reference that shows us... Uh, how we got the written word. Exodus, are you there? What chapter? Seventeen. What verse? Fourteen. Okay. Exodus seventeen and verse fourteen. Are you there? Okay. We're going to read verse 14. Ready, read, and... Write this for a memorial in a book, and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. And the Lord said unto Moses, what? Write. That's when the Bible came into existence. So, who had a Bible before Moses started writing? Nobody. And Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. And in Bible study, they're called the Pentateuch. That's the first five. Written by who? And who else? And God. God spoke, He wrote. Okay? All right. So now, we talked about seeing, seeing Jesus in Genesis. And we see God working in Genesis. We talked about all of that. Um, but where do we see Jesus in Genesis? We talked about Lord and creation. We talked about the fall of man. We talked about the flood and, and establishing the nations. But where do we see Jesus? Chapter 1, Genesis. Genesis. Chapter 1, are you there? All right, chapter 1, verse 1 reads, In the beginning God created the heaven and the earth. How is it that Jesus is in verse 1? Because God is in verse 1. And what did Jesus say? I and my father are two? Are one. I and my father are one, right? So where's Jesus? Jesus, chapter one, verse one. There he is. Okay, go down to verse 26, same chapter. And it says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And God said, let us. Who's us? Who's us? You and God? God and Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Well, it did, Jesus didn't just show up in the New Testament time. He was there in the beginning. Let's go over to the New Testament. Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1, and verse 16. And it says, For by him were all things created that are in heaven and that are in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things were created by him and for him, and he is before all things, and by him all things consist. And he is, verse 18, the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things he might have the preeminence. Verse 19, for it pleased the Father that in him should all fullness dwell. So who is Jesus? All things consist in him. For in him and by him all things were created, right? So, so we just saw in chapter 1 of Genesis, Jesus being there at creation. And here we all, hundreds of years later, in the book of Colossians, here is one of the apostles talking about Jesus being what? All. Creating what? All partnering with God in everything that he's done. Okay? Let's go back to Genesis. We see Jesus in verse 1 in the beginning. Now, where else, Bible scholars, in Genesis would you think that there is a link to Jesus. Can you name somebody? Hmm. Melchizedek, who was a priest. And the Bible says he didn't have father and he didn't have, no, he didn't have mother. Created by God. Who else? He was, he, was, he was an illustration of a priest standing before God for the people. That was an early shadow of Jesus who was to come. Anybody else in Genesis that you can remember or think about that, that might represent the coming of Jesus? Or might be a, a type of Jesus? How about Joseph? Joseph. Joseph. Who was Joseph's daddy? Jacob. And he had how many brothers? A whole bunch of them, right? Right, and they didn't, they they got mad with Joseph, you know, tried to kill Joseph and all that stuff. But Joseph really was the one assigned to save them, wasn't he? Because when the famine came, and after they threw him in the pit and he went to jail and went through all kinds of trials and tribulations and hardness and whatever, 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 It was Joseph that saved them. Even though he was despised, even though he was rejected, even though he was kicked to the curb, he was the one who saved them. That's in Genesis. And before Jacob was his father, Isaac, and before him was Abraham. Abraham and Isaac are examples, are types of Jesus and the Father. Because Abraham was asked to give up his son, his only son, as a sacrifice. Correct? Yes. And what did God do? Gave up his his son, his only son, as a sacrifice for who? Us. Us. Noah was a type of Christ coming because, number one, he heard the voice of the Lord, said, build an ark. Everybody thought he was crazy. because so The sun was shining. and He was hot. And he kept building the ark. And the more he built it, the crazier they thought he was until the day came. Because the Lord was sick and tired of everybody shucking and jiving, doing their own thing, all about themselves, kicking him to the curb. So the Lord said, I'm going to start all over. And so how many people did he find to agree with him? One, Noah and his family. He could hear so good, the Lord told him, take these animals in there. He took in the ones that the Lord took one, two of every kind, the kind that could create more kinds of themselves. Praise the Lord. And 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 saved enough people so that when the flood was over, what did they do? They replenished the whole earth. How much of the earth? The whole earth. So that God would have something to do anew and afresh. And so, in so there, there's Genesis, and there's more. And I told you I'm not going to do it all, okay? But, but you can you see Jesus in Genesis? All right, let's let's do a little bit of Exodus, Book Two. Now. I found out something really, really exciting, and that is that in all of these books, uh, most of these books that we're referencing, when you read the New Testament, these Old Testament books are mentioned over and over and over again. Why would the Lord do that? Why wouldn't he just say, throw that out? I I got a new book for you. I got 27 new ones, throw the 39 away. Why would he do that? So that we could understand that he's been about this for a long time, from the beginning. About loving us, taking care of us, providing for us. In the, the, Genesis is referred to in the New Testament 40 times. Did you know that? Me neither till I study, praise the Lord. <laughs> Let's go into Exodus exodus the book of exodus is mentioned in the new testament 51 times so nowadays there's there's you know it's like well we're new testament church and we need christian christians and uh, the old testament is passed away and, and 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 we don't need all that and but the lord said his word gonna stand how long forever right so so if 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 exodus is mentioned 51 times in the new testament then we can't do the New Testament without the old. Right? Okay. So so at the end of Genesis, there's, there's the Lord is the story is developing into Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and Joseph and all of that. Um, and then when and then when Exodus comes in, the story continues in Exodus, time has passed. How much time has passed? from the end of Genesis to Exodus, to the Exodus time. 400 years. You thought you just turned the page and bam, there's Exodus, right? <laughs> 400 years have passed because Noah had to get off the boat, right? And his family had to repopulate the earth. They couldn't do that in two weeks. Years and ye- centuries had to pass to repopulate the earth. OK, so, so 400 years had passed. And in that 400-year period of time, Abraham is developed. Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob are developed into a nation, not just a family, but now they're a nation. How many of them are there now? Two, three hundred? no it wasn't two or three hundred of them after four hundred years how many of them was there take a wild guess millions right when 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 moses took them across the red sea it was millions of them how many of you seen the prince of egypt come on was that two three hundred as y'all would say no Okay, so 400 years have passed, and, 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 and now Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob's family has turned into a nation. What is the name of their nation? Y'all go to church. What's the name of their nation? Israel, right? There's the nation of Israel. And so now they're not, they're not a family. Now they're a nation. And in that 400-year period of time, they've grown into a nation. They've traveled. Uh, They they have traveled around as nomadic tribes of people, And, and somehow or other, they got themselves in trouble, and they ended up in Egypt, and not just ended up in Egypt, ended up jacked up in Egypt, in fact, in slavery in Egypt. And so in Exodus, now God's people, his his family that he attached himself to, that that he called special unto himself to be an example of a relationship between a father and his children, they're in slavery. They they, they don't even know how to get out. They, They don't have a way out. So the whole time they're there, they're praying and crying out to the Lord, send somebody, send somebody to help us, get out of this mess. Pharaoh is is killing us here. We got to make bricks without straw. We just, we just being beat down to the ground. We need to be delivered. Ultimately, who does the Lord send to deliver them? Moses. Moses comes to bring them out of bondage, to bring them out of slavery, to bring them into newness of life, to a new place. Who does Moses look like? Jesus. He's a type of Jesus. The Lord keeps, God keeps putting these types out there to pull people to himself in relationship. He's showing uh, uh, deliverance. He's showing redemption. Because at this point, his, his nation of Israel start cutting up. You ever seen people get saved and start cutting up? You don't know nobody like that, right? They they started cutting up. Thinking the Lord didn't love them. Thinking the Lord wasn't going to come and take care of them. But But he sent Moses. And Moses was a type of Jesus. To redeem them back into a right relationship with God. To be delivered from bondage. And... Moses was used to establish the law of God. And what else did Moses do? He heard the Lord tell him to do something write, start writing the Bible. When did Moses have time to write the Bible? He had to find time, right? Because people were coming to him all the time. The people, the people were like, Moses, Moses, we hungry. We hungry. We ain't got nothing to eat. This is desert out here. What are we going to do? Mo-? So then Moses would go and intercede for the people to God. Lord, they hungry. They starving. What are they going to do? The Lord, so then the Lord did something supernatural, right? Provided manna, bread for them. Then they, was, they kept wanting, well, we want meat. We, this bread's all right, but we need some meat. We need some you know what I'm saying? We need something. So what did the Lord send for them? Quail. They were like, all right now. Hey, we got bread and we got chicken. We, we, doing, we, doing, we doing better now. So they're coming to Moses for everything, 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 everything. But somewhere in the midst of that, Moses is assigned to write. He was a busy man, wasn't he? He had a mega assignment on his life. God's law was revealed to him and written out in Exodus in that time period after bringing the people out of bondage, out of slavery, out of Egypt. Also in Exodus, he writes about establishing the tabernacle and the priesthood so that people would have a place to see the glory of God. Because when, the, when God came to them to deliver them, he came on the top of Mount Sinai, and he said, "Oh, okay, y'all come up here. And, they, and when they saw the lightning flashing and heard the thunder, and all, they were like, uh-uh, no, you go ahead, Moses. <laughs> we'll be, we be here when you get back, all right? And so he had to go by himself the first time and then take his brother the next time. God revealing himself. Okay. Um, so how do, we see, how do we see Jesus in Exodus? We see him in Moses. Right? Someone assigned to bring people back to a right relationship with God. Someone assigned to teach people the good in the right way, someone assigned to surrender his life so that others could enter into their promised land. Exodus communicates all about the Passover. What was the Passover? The Passover was, became a meal and a celebration that lasts seven days where the people of Israel were to remember how the Lord passed over their houses when they were in bondage in Egypt, if they were faithful to do what he told them to do. And what did he tell them to do? So that... No death would come to their house when it came to everybody else's house in Egypt. He told them to put blood over the doorposts of their houses. And if they were obedient to do it, they would be saved. Their children would be saved. Did it happen just like he told them? Yes. And so in the book of Exodus, a greater explanation is given about how are you going to celebrate every year the Passover? How are you going to celebrate every year this amazing, miraculous thing that God did? And so in the book of Exodus, it's all laid out. So they had to put the blood on the doorpost and when death angel came, what happened? Their houses got passed over. Right? So we know uh, that, that the, day is, the, Lord, the day of the Lord is coming when the Lord is going to come back. Who's going with him? The church, the believers that have what over your doorpost? The blood of Jesus. Do you see Jesus in Exodus? One last thing. This is for next time, okay? So you don't forget. Okay? Tell me an adjective that you use, that you hear use to describe Jesus. Merciful. Hmm? Merciful. Merciful. Savior, holy, glorious, light, redeemer, Hmm. provider, champion, healer. Next time, we're going to use those adjectives even as you're reading your Bible between now and next time, use those adjectives to look for Jesus in places where you wouldn't normally look for Jesus in the Bible. And you'll begin to see Jesus in every book of the Bible. Amen? Did you get something out of this tonight? Praise the Lord. Glory to God.